Well, hey, friend. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I have a question for you. How's your life going? Have you taken some time to check in and find out? It's super easy for us to get consumed with everyday life and forget that we need to take a step back and ask that question, really evaluate things and take inventory of our lives to make sure that we are truly headed in the direction that we want to go. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the importance of zooming out and taking those times to evaluate our lives. And I'm also going to share one of my favorite tools on how to do this on the regular. It's available to you completely for free. So let's get to it. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. celebrated my birthday this week. I had one of those big milestone birthdays. I turned 40 and I was talking with a friend of mine about, you know, how we tend to kind of take inventory of our lives whenever we hit, sometimes it's a milestone birthday, but sometimes it's just a regular birthday, right? Those are times where we kind of sit down and say like, okay, wow, like, am I where I thought I would be by this time? How are things going? Is there anything I want to change? And as a coach and as somebody that's been kind of in the personal development world for a long time, I do this pretty frequently. I sit down and just ask myself, you know, how is my life going? I learned this a long time ago from Scott Smith over at the Motivation to Move podcast. He was podcasting before podcasting was like really a thing. And I remember listening to him, I don't know if it's back in like 2007, 2006, I don't know. It was a long time ago. And he used to call it doing your homework, you know, just sitting down and thinking about how's my life going. Now I've developed a little bit, a little bit more of a structure around it that I will share with you, but that's essentially it. And a lot of times we wait until birthdays or the new year or times like that to really sit down and think about like, how's my life really going? Most of the time, whenever people schedule a consultation with me, it's because they've had one of these moments where they have sat down and they've thought to themselves, okay, like, how's my life going? Am I where I thought I would be by now? And somewhere in there, the answer is no, or even just an, I'm not sure, you know, we kind of get bogged down in our day-to-day lives. We're just going about our business and, you know, just trying to 
make things work, right? And, you know, take care of ourselves, take care of our families, take care of our, our business or our work, you know, manage our time well, take care of our bodies. We have all these things that we're working on. And if we're high achievers, we're trying to do them all well. <laughs> you know how almost all of my my podcast episodes have something about us trying to do all the things and do them well and how oftentimes that doesn't quite work out as well as we would hope. But we, we're just, we're kind of like just getting through the day. We're focused on what is right in front of us. And so those times that we do zoom out and really look at what's going on in our lives, it can be really eye-opening. After last week's episode on goal clutter and talking about, you know, trying to drive too many cars at once, by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. I was thinking about the car analogy I made last week, and I guess I just like car analogies. <laughs> I don't know, but it made me think about another car analogy for this week. And I was thinking about, you know, when we're trying to get to a destination, when we are trying to get somewhere, especially in a certain way, I don't know about you, but I don't want to just like arrive at a goal. I want to arrive, arrive at a goal in a way that honors God, glorifies God, that has me becoming the person that he wants me to be. So I feel like it's good to put that distinction in there. It's not just arriving at a goal. It's more arriving at a goal or creating something in your life in a, in a certain way. At least that's how it is for me. But I was thinking about how, let's say you're trying to get to a goal and you're trying to drive a car from one destination to another, say it's like across the country, and you can only see like three feet ahead of you at any given time. I mean, even if you have the directions and everything, it can be really hard (laughs) if you can only see right in front of you. Of course, you can do that for a while. And I know, of course, like driving a car three feet probably isn't, isn't a reasonable amount, but let's say it's just like, I don't know, you know, a couple of car lengths in front of you, let's say. You can definitely drive like that for a a length of time, but at some point it's necessary, and and now we have our, you know, all of our GPS stuff on our phone, but it's necessary to kind of zoom out and be like, am I really on track? Like, am I going the right way? (laughs) Am I going the right direction? Is this how I want to get there? You know, or do I want to take a different route? And so we kind of have to zoom out sometimes and not just be so in it. And I think that in our lives, this has certainly been true of me. And I'm kind of reflecting on my own life as I'm talking about this. It's so easy to get bogged down and distracted by the day-to-day stuff. And, you know, that's just the day-to-day responsibilities, but also, you know, what's going on in the news, what's going on in the world, and just kind of allowing ourselves to drift. It's kind of like following the car in front of you. <laughs> that, that, that's as far as you can see. It's just the car in front of you because you're so bogged down with everyday life. And then just following the car in front of you and then hoping that wherever it goes, that's where you want to be. It's a big chance. I, I like what Jim Rohn says. He says that the problem with drifting is that you can't drift yourself to the top of a mountain. Pretty much everything good is upstream. And I think that whenever we fail to take the time to really zoom out and take inventory of our lives, it makes drifting a lot easier. Another downfall can be not drifting, but like hustling. You can be working so hard. You can be working, 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 like really trying to make things happen, reaching goals, achieving things, doing your absolute best to climb the ladder 
and not even realize that that ladder that you are working so hard to climb is actually leaning against the wrong building, right? It's not actually what you are called to be doing, what you are uniquely gifted to be doing, and what you want to do. So these are both two dangers of thing, of what can happen whenever we don't take the time to really take inventory of our lives and zoom out, get out of the day-to-day, and see what's really going on. Most people come to a coach because they want to get from one place to another place. Even if they're not sure what the place where they're starting or exactly where they want to go, and that's common. That's, that's part of the coaching process is for us to figure out together where it is that you want to go and then figure out what needs to happen for you to get there. But there's also a piece that's really important and it tends to be overlooked. And that is what is your starting point? Where are you starting from? Just like going back to our GPS analogy, if you are making a trip across the country and you put in your destination, but you do not put in a starting point, it can't tell you how to get there. And yet that's what I see so much of the time when people are setting goals and you know having things that they want to achieve. They have their end point sometimes. Sometimes they don't even have that, and I get that. That's like I said, that's something we can figure out together, but you don't have your end point, but you also don't have your starting point. And the starting point can be painful. Sometimes it can be painful to take a minute and to really sit down and come to grips with the fact that you're not where you want to be, right? And also understand kind of how you got here and where you really are starting and be honest with yourself. But to design a life that you really love, to design a business that you really love, No matter what, you first need to sit down and understand where you are right now. And it's not fun. It's not, you know, (laughs) it's not, yeah, it can feel tedious. It can feel difficult. Like I said, it can even be painful. It's so much more fun to think about where we want to be someday than to think about where we are. But the starting point is so important in the process because a lot of times we think about where we want to be. And then we act as though we're starting so much further ahead than where we are. And then we get disappointed and set ourselves up for a failure when we don't get to where we want to be within a certain time frame. I use my story of running a lot. I may have already said it before on this podcast because I use this a lot, but it's it's a it's a small way to illustrate something that happens has happened over and over and over in my life, things that I've struggled to overcome and something that we tend to do. And that is, I wanted to be a runner for a long time. I wanted to become a runner. I just thought that was just a cool thing to to do. And so I would go out and I would run. I would tell myself I'm going to run a mile. I'd go out. I would run and run and run until I felt like I was going to die. And then I would end up walking back to my house after I had gotten done running. For whatever reason, I never mapped out like a... A circle so that I would end where I began. Instead, I just would just marked off a mile away from my house. This is not a smart way to do this. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it like this. But it didn't really matter. The point is I would run, run, run my little heart out and I would feel terrible, want to puke, like feel like I was going to die. And, you know, I, I would get close, like I would get close to the mile. And I think sometimes I even made it to the mile. But what happened was I felt so terrible and it was such an awful experience that whenever I 
was done doing it, I would think, oh, that was a horrible idea. I'm never doing that again. And I wouldn't do it until, you know, six or eight months later when I had forgotten about the pain of that experience. (laughs) And then I would set out to quote unquote, become a runner again. And I would do the whole thing all over again. This went on for literally years. Like it's embarrassing to say, but it's the truth. And it wasn't until I realized that, oh, I'm not really, I'm not really fit enough to just go out and run miles on the regular. That's not like where I'm at in life right now in my fitness journey. Instead, one day I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to run until I get tired, like a little tired, not like I'm dying, but just like a little tired. And then I'm going to walk. And then I'm just going to do that until like those intervals until I feel like I've done enough. And then I'm just going to walk home, like just, just like enjoy the process kind of thing. And amazingly, I did that, that run walk interval thing. And I kept going a little further, a little further, a little further until eventually I actually did become a quote unquote runner. And I, I completed marathons. So What helped me actually start to make progress on my goal was acknowledging where I was starting from. Instead of trying to start 10 steps ahead and failing and failing and failing, I had to recognize where I was starting. So we have to do that on our journey to even create a business, to really, really achieve any goal or get to any distant destination that we want to in life, we have to really recognize where we are right now and not from a place of judgment and condemnation or feeling bad about ourselves because we're not where we thought we would be by now or we're not where we want to be, but just as a way of looking at it objectively and being like, hey, okay, this is where I'm at. You know, what's the next step? I have this tool I created called the Super Simple Life Checkup. It will be linked for you below if you want to grab a copy for yourself. It's free. And in it, I mean, it's only three questions that you go through and you look at all the areas of your life, but it's definitely worth your time and it helps give you so much clarity. And it's a way for you to zoom out and be able to really see like what's going on right now, but also like what is possible, what could be the next step. I encourage you to approach it with a mindset of like curiosity, you know, approach. I always talk about the scientist mindset, approach it as though you're just collecting data. You know, you're just, you're just kind of figuring things out. I think that's part of the reason that we don't take inventory of our lives very often is because we fear our own judgment, (laughs) you know, like we're going to uncover something that we don't want to acknowledge, or we're going to then beat ourselves up for something that we haven't done yet, or something that we're going to find or acknowledge. And let's be real. I mean, we all know, like, we're not really hiding anything from ourselves. We can, we can lie to ourselves, but I mean, not really, like on some level, you know, the truth. The question I like to ask myself first is what's working and it's good to ask what's working first because your brain naturally will look for problems. So it will want to offer up all the things that are not working, right? That's what it wants to tell us first. All the things that are going wrong, all the things that we're doing terrible on, that's what it wants to bring up. 
But it's good to start by acknowledging also what is working. Try to find at least one thing before moving on. And so in the super simple life checkup, I, I give you room and space and kind of walk you through each area of life. And of course, you can add or subtract as you want to. But that's the first thing you want to do for any area of life is ask yourself what is working because it'll give you a more accurate picture of the situation, right? It won't be as doom and gloom as our brains naturally and our attitudes naturally tend to go. So it'll give us a more accurate representation. It will also help you identify things in your life you want to keep doing, things that are working well. You know, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? So as we're taking stock of our lives and zooming out and figuring out what's really going on, we want to make sure that we keep the things that are working well. Now, the second question that we want to ask for every area of our lives is what's not working, right? And this should be pretty easy because like I said, your brain likes to come up with stuff that's not working all the time, right? It always is looking for problems to alert you to. But one thing you want to do is you want to be as specific as possible here because our brains also like to generalize and catastrophize. For instance, when my clients come to me and they say something like they feel like they're living in chaos or they feel all over their place or their business is a mess or their marriage is a mess, that's kind of, it's just general negative, right? Just kind of general negative thinking. We want to be specific. So like, okay, what does it mean to live in chaos? What does that mean to you? Or what does that look like? You know, specifically, what does that mean? Specifically, what does it mean that your business is a mess? You know, because it can mean a, a bunch of different things. And our brains like to not only generalize, but then it makes it really easy to catastrophize. So if you can get as specific as possible as to what's not working, you know, don't let your brain do the generalities thing, but really try to think about, no, specifically what's not working in my business, specifically what's not working in my marriage, then it's not as easy to catastrophize it. And by catastrophize, I mean it likes to blow it up into this big, huge deal. And whenever it's general, it's easy for us to blow it up into this big, huge deal because it's not specific, so we can't come up with an answer. When it's really general, there's not really an answer. And so it's easy for it to be this big, huge problem. But the smaller we make it and the more specific that we get around it, then we can actually start to look for solutions, which is what the third question is all about. So the third question is, what could I do to make it better? And I want you to notice that this question asks what you could do. It's not what you will do or what you plan to do or what you're committing to, right? It's not that. We're not there yet. This is a place for you to just explore your options and brainstorm. Just allow yourself to kind of look at what possible solutions are. What are some things that you could start, stop, what are the things that you want to keep? Now, you should have some of those identified from the last step, but that's what we want to know, right? Like, what are the things that I need to stop doing? What are the things I need to start doing? This creates a situation where your brain can become solutions focused. We spend a lot of time and energy being problem focused. But when we ask ourselves the question, what could I do to make this better? It prompts our brains to start thinking of things we could do to make it better amazing, right? I don't know who originally said it, but I love the the quote that says something like, you know, when you ask better questions, you get better answers. That's all that coaching is. 
well, it's not all that coaching is, <laughs> but it's a lot of what coaching is. It is asking better questions. It's having an outside person ask you really great questions so you get really great answers. But the good news is you can also do this for yourself. You can purposely ask yourself better questions. Using the super simple life checkup and asking yourself these three questions of what's working, what's not working, and what could I do to make it better for each area of your life is just one way that you can kind of zoom out and think about where you are now and where you want to be. There are definitely other tools that you can use to do this and other strategies that you can use to do this. And I will even talk about some of those here on the show. But the reason I like this one is because it's something that you can do weekly, right? You can do it weekly. Taking the time to zoom out and to look at the big picture of our lives and really think about how's my life going? You know, just doing that on birthdays or doing that at the beginning of the year or even two times a year makes it really difficult for us to get from where we are to where we want to be. Because we can go for a long time just, you know, seeing what's in front of us, following the car in front of us, and be completely unaware of whether or not we are on the path to where we want to be or whether we're not. And so we need to take that time. And I suggest weekly. That's what I recommend. At the, you know, you could do it monthly, but I, I recommend weekly to take that time to sit down and just spend 10 or 15 minutes just going through and taking that inventory, zooming out a little bit and just asking yourself, like, am I on track? What's working? What's not working? What could I do to make it better? Now, of course, you can, you know, grab your journal and use these questions to answer inside the journal, or you can grab your copy of the Super Simple Life Checkup. All you have to do is go to fruitionmindset.com forward slash life checkup, and you can get your free copy. It includes a coaching video similar to what we've gone over here, and then it also includes a PDF where I have the different areas of life laid out along with the three questions, room for you to answer all of them. It's something that you can come back to week after week. You can print out as many copies as you want, so you can really make it a practice that you do week after week after week. And it's, although it's super simple, (laughs) which is what it says in the title, although it's super simple, it really does have a huge impact on your life by helping you get clarity, helping you get direction and helping you stay consistent with the things that you're working toward. Okay. So once again, go grab your copy at fruitionmindset.com forward slash life checkup. It's also linked down below. Have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon.